hey there, do you need a business logo? Or maybe just a logo in general. Maybe you got a, a softball team. Maybe you have a band and you need a sweet logo. Maybe your OnlyFans account was recently suspended and you, you got to um, pedal your naughty parts on your own website behind a paywall and you need a, an enticing uh, graphic design to, to, to get the, the clientele, uh, get their attention. Um, well, I got a guy for you. Go to check out um, Wisync Creative. Uh, they can do customized logos. They can customize cornhole boards, for example, and cornhole bags. Dig it. Uh, check out my man Stan at stanwisink at gmail.com. That's S-T-A-N-W-I-S-S-I-N-K at gmail. Also brought to you by Baba G DIY Edible Kits. They have candy molds and candy mixers. These two things go together with your uh, cannabis products. Uh, THC oil, I think, works the best. You mix them three. They got different flavors for you, and you can make your own homemade uh, edibles at home at, at your own preferred dosage, and you can probably save a buck or three. Check them out at Alibaba. I'm sorry, OregonBaba.com. Again, that's OregonBaba.com. On to the pot. Welcome to the Hey, Okay, uh, Happy Hour. Uh, I am your host. Am, am I your host? Is that the right word? Doesn't a host imply a gathering of people? You're hosting a party? You're hosting an event? Um, it implies guests, does it not? Uh, maybe that's the next move. I'll start having panels. Panel discussions for experts uh, sitting... Uh, across from each other as I sit there in an armchair with my legs crossed, my fingertips together. Uh, so, General Johnson, uh, uh, you say that uh, the withdrawal of Afghanistan is premature. Uh, yes, that's correct. Uh, a think tank that I head that's funded by uh, defense contractors feel that this war needs to go on uh, much longer. Uh, <clears throat> right? Host. Uh, but welcome to the Hey Okay ha Happy Hour at any rate. If you're new to the happy hour, what we do is uh, we drink a drink, and uh, I I jabber, and uh, then we call it a day. It's usually like like any good happy hour. It's it's not a full hour, you know. That's how they get you. It's usually about 30, 35 minutes. Today I'm drinking. I'm double fisting. I'm drinking a a uh, lukewarm uh, gas station coffee. Don't be jealous. Um, it's actually a good quality uh, for. For coming from a gas station. And I'm also going to drink today a a Guinness. Um, why not, right? It's Friday. It's Friday. Uh, it's, it's late enough in the day. I can have a goddamn Guinness. Here's what's uh, underrated about the Guinness. Um, it's light. It's a, it's a light beer. And people don't believe that for some reason. It's associated with, uh, they think it's a heavy, heavy beer. When I say light, I mean both in terms of, of alcohol content. I believe it's five-ish. Maybe less than five, depending on the, uh, if you go with the extra stout, I believe it's five. Well, extra stout is 5.6. So, uh, And uh, it's also light 
calorically. Did you know that? Probably don't believe me. I mean, you're going to get fat if you drink Guinness. It has, it's beer. It has calories. But what I'm saying is, uh, it's, it's, as far as beers go, it has less than average. Fewer calories than Budweiser, for example. I believe it has more calories than a Bud Light, but less than Budweiser. Now, you could win, you could win a mini a barroom bet with that, now that we have uh, magical computers in our pockets to look up uh, information. I, your humble narrator has drunk many a free beer in uh, establishments across this uh, circus freak show nation of ours um, on account of winning this bet. Yes, Guinness has fewer calories than Budweiser. Now, I think the reason people assume it's a, th- a thick, high-calorie beer is because of the nature of the condensation. Condensation? Carbonation. I think they use nitrogen. Um, so the bubbles are, are much smaller, right? And this gives the illusion of a cream, right? That head, that creamy head that lingers on a, on a well-poured glass of Guinness, which I'm doing right now. Oh, I poured a little bit too, I got the head's a little bit too thick. But that's not cream. There's no dairy in that shit. Those are just very, very small bubbles that don't pop that easy, okay? So so that coupled with the color, right? It's really not, it's actually a very dark amber technically, I'm, to, I'm told. I'm told by an Irish bartender. And who is going to argue with an Irish bartender about Guinness? No, I will, I will shut up and listen and believe every word that comes out of his beautiful accent mouth. Does that, does that make any sense? His mouth is beautiful. His accent is beautiful. Okay, sounds, it sounds gay either way. But the point is, um, he told me it's amber. It's a really dark amber color. It's not, it looks black because it's that fucking dark. And that's why people think it's, it's thick, I think. Because people are racist. Seriously. They think the clear beer has less calories. They think the, the black beer, oh, it's stronger. Right? It's denser. Right? It's more prone to violence, whatever racist prejudice they have. That's one of those theories that I, I don't believe, but I do believe. Like the idea that that people uh, mischaracterize Guinness because they're racist. It's like I don't, it's so ridiculous that I wouldn't say I believed it. But like if I had a gun to my head and they're like, we have scientifically found out the reason why people overestimate Guinness's uh, strength. We figured it out. What do you think it is? I got to be honest with you. I'm going to go with because people are racist. I know that makes me sound silly. Okay? You go ahead and call me a wokester. All you want there. All you hip alt-right cats. <laughs> but I think it is. I think, uh, and it's Irish. It's got two things going against it. It's got the, the whiteies that everybody's racist against. Or it was at one time. right? Irish got you know, a little bit of prejudice. And, um, and black folks, right? 
that, that's what Guinness because of its color and because of its cultural association. Okay, we get it. We've had enough of this, Matt. You're grasping at straws here. You're offending every color now. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lesser podcaster would have made some corny reference to "I take my beer like I take my." You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't do that. No, no. I'll just reference somebody else doing it and hide behind that while still putting the shitty, hacky joke in your head, right? <clears throat> it's called postmodernism, people. Um, how you guys doing? I don't know. Enough about me. What the fuck? Are you still with me after that nonsense? How the fuck are you doing? Um, I'm getting sick of summer. I never thought I would say this. Because I'm a summer guy. I don't know what the fuck that means, but... But I guess it means if I had to choose one season for it to be all the time, I'm going, I'm going summer. I know you spring people make a good case. You fall people, not a bad case either. Uh, you winter people, there's something wrong with you, you need to get help. If you like winter, I just, what the fuck? I don't know. You're, I don't know. But the spring people, though, you know, part of the spring, the, the good part of spring to me is looking forward to summer. You know what I mean? Um, so I like spring. And fall, as awesome as fall is, part of the downs- downside of fall is that you know winter's coming, right? It's like having a really good, let's say like you're, you're in your 70s and you're just having a great fucking time in your retirement. And it's the most beautiful season and everything. But there's bittersweet because it's like, yeah, it's kind of, it's winter's coming next, you know? Autumn's like an old person old soul we'll say an old soul season you know what i mean but if it's going to be fall all year round and you don't have to look forward to a winter autumn is pretty fucking awesome i would i might put autumn above spring for that reason because spring you sometimes there's still snow and obviously i'm from the upper midwest you can tell now a lot of people are like what the fuck you still have snow in april what the fuck how are you still in america um, but I'm a summer guy, so but I'm sick of this summer. It's been it's August. I'm I'm looking forward to a, a good fucking fall, and I, I here's why. I think it's because I I headed south uh, in early March, or March. I'm talking like fucking Biden or Bush. I I flew. I drove down to Texas in early, early March. I got down there in early March in Austin. It was like it was like seventy five eighty degrees. <clears throat> So I feel like I've been in summertime for uh, for longer than, than I'm used to. So bring on the fall, I say. Bring on the fall. Okay, we're talking about the fucking weather now. All right, let's move on. That's another tip-off that I'm from the Midwest. Talking, most places, what the fuck are you talking about the weather? You, you, you talking about the weather for small talk? You, you goddamn unoriginal dork, what the fuck? But in the Midwest, people talk about weather because it's not it's not small talk. It, it could be like, yo, are we going to have crops to fucking have a profit or not? Um, is the trailer park going to get disintegrated by a tornado or not? Um, am I going to die if my car breaks down and I don't have enough clothing or not? Like weather's, you know, it's not small talk in, in the Midwest. You know what I mean? 
Uh, so I'll talk about the fucking weather, like out of habit, occasionally. People are like, what the fuck are you talking Imagine talking about the weather in Miami, right? Just some fucking doe-eyed Midwestern uh, hick with some fucking straw in my ear. Like, hey, pretty nice day out, huh? Wow, it was pretty nice yesterday, too. Not, I, I shouldn't even do a southern accent because they wouldn't do that. You know, southerners, it's too nice down there. They, they look down on talking about the fuck. Actually, they probably don't. They're so polite and weirdly fake that they'll talk about the fucking weather. You know what I mean? Speaking of the weather, got a goddamn hurricane on its way here. Uh, Hurricane, what is it, Henry? Henry with an I. Hi, my name is Henry with an I. Uh, Not a Y. Y is a little bit too old-fashioned for me. A little bit too too muscly of a name. I go with Henry with an I. Like iPhone. Henry. Henry. Hi, I'm Henry. Hurricane Henry's on its way. And I'm, I'm going to get the fuck out of Dodge by tomorrow. So hopefully, well, not totally the fuck out of Dodge. I'll be down in Philly. Is that still in the on the path? It's going to hit Long Island. Connect, Connecticut. Maybe some New York action. Damn, you don't see many hurricanes that far north, do you? Do you know? See, back talking about the weather. Can't escape it. Let's talk about some OnlyFans, huh? You guys, you guys know about the OnlyFans? Kept our economy afloat during the pandemic, the plague that kept us locked indoors. And so these women and men and other genders flocked online to, to show their naughty bits to strangers in exchange for money. And uh, some folks are making making some bank. Making, I read a story there saying ten to fifteen thousand dollars a month. Shit, I could live on that, couldn't you? Ten fifteen k a month. Um, I suppose you got to report that shit to the to the tax man if you if you want to be a good citizen there and make sure the military industrial complex has enough bombs to drop. Right? We don't want them to go broke. So people uh, got to find a different side hustle now. Got to do it the old-fashioned way. Go walk on them corners. Get back to street walking, toots. Get out there. Right? Because all these kindergarten teachers who are moonlighting as self-published pornographers on OnlyFans, all these, uh, all these CPAs, all these... You know, these conservative, oh, I would never be a whore, not me. Sex work is for, I don't know, that's for psychologically damaged poor people. I'm neither of those things. He, he, I'm moral, right? Yeah, only back when it was dangerous, right? When you had to get out there and, and, and talk to the people, and stand on a goddamn corner and worry about some asshole beating you or worse, right? Back in the fucking day. But it turns out these ladies weren't avoiding... uh sex work because they were morally pure it was just because uh it was too dangerous now that they can show their naughty bits online from the comfort of their own sex swing suddenly um middle class middle america what's the word the euphemism i'm I'm looking for you know the conservative bougie the i think i'll get into sex work i don't have to worry about nothing right i don't even have to suck a dick i had to show folks Oh, they flocked. So the only difference this whole time between these morally pure church-going ladies and these street-walking hooahs, the only difference between them was courage. 
Right? Because once they could scale, once they could put the pussy to scale, you know what I mean? Because you can only suck one dick at a time if you're an old-fashioned sex worker, right? You can only do one peep show uh, a crowd uh, at a time. But if you can utilize the uh, technology of video and mass communications, why, you can make a lot more money than you could. So, ooh, now, now sex workers aren't, aren't, aren't so... Uh, aren't being judged as harshly, are they? And nor should they. Nor should they. There's worse jobs you could have. You could be some kind of fucking mercenary uh, defense contractor. You could be a fucking diamond miner hacking off limbs. You could be a, a, a local history teacher teaching nonsense. Shit you know is untrue to the next generation of uh, high school kids. There's a lot of morally reprehensible occupations out there. You know, showing your naughty bits hardly the worst thing you could do. You know? So don't don't misinterpret what I'm saying. I'm just saying, where were you 15 years ago, huh? Didn't see you at the Times Square peep show. Um, do they even have those anymore? Is that even a thing? Um, sometimes I talk like I'm from the late 70s New York, even though I was neither born uh, nor did I live anywhere near there at the first juncture of my life. So uh, I'm just speculating. But I always heard Times Square, sleazy up until Giuliani. None of these, none of these uh, uh, nannies were, were doing that then. Why? Because it was too dangerous. It wasn't about morality, even though people... Look down on whores. That's a whore? Oh, that's horrible. I would never talk to her. That's despicable. Blah, blah. I'm not saying I would want my daughter or whatever to be a fucking prostitute. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying is they already exist. They already exist. You can treat them like humans, you know? Judging them, right? Oh, she... She gives orgasms to people for money. That's a bad thing to do to people. That's horrible. Marginalize her. Right? Too good for horse? You think you're too good for horse. Jesus hung around horse. Jesus H. Christ. I think his middle name was Herman. Jesus Herman Christ himself hung around whores. They were, he wasn't too good for horse, but yet you are your. You. With that... Those shitty thoughts that you know you have, those that weird stuff you do, whatever you do, you, you whatever it is, you're, you're no Jesus, but yet you refuse to socialize with whores. Well, shame on you. Let me judge you, lest ye judge whores, okay? Isn't that how the saying goes? Judge first, lest ye be judged. You want to preemptively judge. You don't want the smoking cloud to come in the form of a mushroom cloud. I fuck up the metaphor. Okay, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought. Point is, OnlyFans, God, oh, God speed to you in your latest endeavors. To all you, you, uh, yeah, you kindergarten teachers, if, you, if you're going into uh, self-published pornography and you're making 10K a month, I got news for you. You are not a kindergarten teacher moonlighting as a pornographer. 
You are a pornographer moonlighting as a kindergarten teacher. You got to really love teaching. If you show up to that finger painting class uh, the, the next day after pulling in uh, 5K for doing nothing, I shouldn't say nothing, right? You got to get dolled up, I assume. You got to look good, right? <laughs> All right, let's get off this subject, shall we? Only fans, let's move on to something a little bit brighter, a little bit more optimistic, uh, a little bit more hopeful. War is over unless guys jump off airplanes. <clears throat> we, we're pulling out of Iraq. Oh, I'm sorry. Not out of Iraq. Not yet. Jump the gun. Freudian slip. Thousand points of light. I uh, know we're pulling out of Afghanistan. Afghanistan, we're pulling out. And that's a good thing, right? Remember, all of us wanted to get out of Afghanistan. Both sides of the political aisle were like, we gotta, we can all agree on one thing. This Afghanistan occupation is a waste of time, money, and human lives. Yes, we can all agree on that. Right? Well, no more. Suddenly, that's not a good thing to think about because we have been shown a bunch of chaotic images of what everything is collapsing now that we pulled out. Oh, no. I know everybody's like, oh, no, we should go back in. The Taliban has taken over. The Taliban that we, you know, that we created and that we fund and armed. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, they're in power. <laughs> How'd they get their weapons? We left them there. Whoops-a-daisy. Didn't last episode we talk about we? Didn't I jibber-jabber about the, uh, remember how ISIS got all their weapons? Because uh, apparently the, the American military left millions of dollars of worth can't speak but you know what i'm trying to say they left a bunch of weapons in the sand <laughs> in iraq and they just left them there they just left them there with ammo interestingly enough like uh they left a few vehicles too that with the keys in the ignition that's that's what's crazy like at least take the keys with you right now we're gonna leave tens of millions of dollars of weaponry uh, enough for a ragtag group of uh, misfits to uh, like topple governments. Like, wow, what a that's a so apparently that same thing is playing out right now in Afghanistan. We're being told that we the Taliban has all these American weapons because whoops, we forgot something. Like it's our car keys. Have you seen my phone? Where's my car? oh shit? We left all our weapons in the sand in Afghan. Wow, yep. You live, you learn. How much pot are you smoking that you forget artillery? In a, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe take it with you? Maybe take it back with you? Is it that fucking hard? Now, I know they didn't have a lot of space. <laughs> a lot of storage space. But fucking Christ. How do you... Okay, so let's... I think we can agree that that's not exactly what happened. You know, we probably sold them arms. I would, I'd be willing to wager, you know, get gun to my head. What do you think really happened? If we, we found out we have video evidence. We know exactly how they got the weapons. Do you think we honestly forgot them and they found them? No, I do not believe that. I might get shot in the head anyway. I might be wrong, but I would go out on that. I'm going to go with, uh, it was not an accident. But okay, let's pretend it was an accident. How incompetent is that? How is there no accountability? I can't believe how we create a virus in a lab. Whoops-a-daisy, it got out and killed millions. 
Um, whoops a daisy, we left weapons for death squads to murder people. Whoops, and there's nobody gets fired, nobody even gets suspended for two weeks. You bring the wrong drug into your classroom in eighth grade, they'll kick you out of school. You murder millions of people on a worldwide scale through incompetence, and there's no zero repercussions, none, none. We just shrug and go, well, we got to solve this problem. We got to rely on the same people who created the problem to solve the problem. Oh, and by the way, they'll benefit from their proposal how to solve the problem. What a, what a weird coincidence. What a weird coincidence. Hmm. It just it happens once. Shame. Forget millions of dollars of weapon in the, in the Middle East desert once. Shame on me. Forget millions of dollars worth of, of uh, artillery. Shame, I, I fucked it up. See? See, I shouldn't make fun of George W. Bush. Remember when he fucked up that expression? Fool me once, shame. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Fool me can't, can't, can't fool me again. <laughs> Remember that shit? Am I, am I old? That was back when presidential gaffes were rare, right? You'd see the President of the United States. This used to be like this holy... Oh, he must be the smartest man alive. He's the leader of the free world. If they fucked up a sentence that was like, what, did you see that? He he fumbled a, a sentence. Now it's like the complete opposite. If, if the president says a coherent uh, paragraph, no, even a sentence, if he prattles off a thoughtful, well-reasoned, articulated sentence one time, I'm like, whoa, did you fucking see that? Maybe he's not uh, demented. Maybe he's uh, he's actually got his wits about him. How far we've fallen. Anyway, we got we're, we got to uh so just like just like the the conspiracy theorists predicted, we'll pull out of Afghanistan and there's going to be this huge media campaign about how it's a huge disaster. And how we should have never left. And maybe we should, you know, maybe go back in there. And, and, and help the Afghanis, you know. We've been dropping explosives on this country every day for 20 years. And uh, no Facebook warrior uh, that I'm aware of was like, hey, uh, we need to give a fuck about the Afghanis. Uh, what, what's going on? Suddenly we pull out and uh, everybody's worried about the Afghanis now. Oh no, we're no longer bombing them. No. I've seen the images, right? You saw the, the the plane leaving the runway, folks trying to get on it. A couple guys. It's not funny. It's no, there's nothing funny about this. I don't know why. I almost chuckled because a couple guys, I don't know, thought they're gonna like like a like a train hobo. They thought they were just gonna like sit in the wheel well of the jet and fly halfway around the world in a very thin atmosphere at 30,000 feet, negative 55 degrees, at a thousand miles an hour. I don't know what, they, what the end game was, but apparently a couple fellas, uh, yeah, they, they thought that would, they thought they were going to make it. Like, I don't know, man. That's, I don't want to sound insensitive, but that was, that was a suicide, right? Like, that was clearly suicide. They weren't, or they were aware the plane was taking off. Did they think that their body weight would keep the plane down? Did they try to think, well, what, what were they thinking? It had to be suicide, right? It had to be. I mean, no acid trip that I'm aware of would make you that stupid. I mean, maybe a couple times. 
they'll immortalize you in some anti-drug propaganda, but they, they, this, that's that's pretty dumb. I don't. I almost don't believe it. I almost feel like the story was like made up. Um, or maybe there are people that 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 dumb, but it's like, well, a couple guys jumped off a plane, so now we gotta. We gotta continue to colonize Afghanistan indefinitely. It's not responsible. A couple guys jumped off a plane. A couple of a few hundred turncoats were really worried about. Uh, here's the thing: like, there's people in Afghanistan that are freaking out because we're leaving. They wanted to come with us. It's like, yeah, because they were collaborating with the American military. Of course, they want to leave with us. What the fuck do you expect, right? Um. That's what happens when uh, a foreign military occupies another country, whether it's the Romans, Brits, America, I don't give a fuck who you are. You know, they'll, they'll bribe or bully some of the local people to work with them, um, turn on their own countrymen and collaborate with an occupying military. Well, when that occupying military leaves uh, and you were collaborating with them, you're not going to be the most popular guy in the village. So, of course, they, they want to leave. You know, it happened here in America a few hundred years ago when the Brits were doing the same thing uh, to us, when they were colonizing us for our resources, right? Then they had uh, their occupiers, and we had loyalists. There were Americans who were called loyalists who worked with the Redcoats, um, shared information, even took up arms against their own countrymen. Uh, Benedict Arnold, uh, all that shit, right? But even, like, Joe Schmoes were doing it. When the Brits finally got their asses kicked and had to leave those same loyalists were like, take us with you. We want to get back to England. And a lot of them did go to England. Or they fled to Canada because they couldn't stick around here. Because they're going to they're gonna kill us. They're going to put us in jail. It's like, yeah, you collaborated with an occupying military. What the fuck did you... You committed treason. Like the real treason. Not the bullshit treason they whip up to, you know, whip up support for some shitty war. I mean, actual treason where you turn on your fellow countrymen and get them killed by a foreign occupying military. Well, the same shit happened, and we knew this was going to happen, right? If we're going to leave Afghanistan, the people that are working with us are going to be uh, between a rock and a hard place. But you made your bed, you lie in it, right? Does that sound harsh? Maybe it is. But then, so too, is war and fucking colonizing motherfuckers. The war, the... The arrogance that America has, uh, this idea that it's our right to go into any country we deem a threat and just drop explosives on people. Not animals. On pe- we're going to go to another country and that we're just going to drop explosives on people. And that's, uh, that's considered uh, legal and non-controversial. But when we stop doing that, then the humanitarians come out. Then the humanitarians are worried about the Afghanis. Oh, no, they're going to... The Taliban. Jesus. Fuck nuts. There's so much bullshit that there's not enough time to debunk the bullshit. It's just a heap. It's like a it's like a concrete truck uh, of full of a churning barrel of bullshit that is just dumped on you and you know you can't clean up with a napkin because the you're you're gonna be buried in a pile of bullshit. That's how empires run. Through all bullshit. How bullshit? Oh no, we're getting too political. Is it political though? To be against dropping explosives on people? That's political. Uh, he's a little political for my taste. He's got really radical political beliefs. Oh yeah, what? He's, he's against 
dropping explosives on people. Willie, what? He, under any circumstances, he says no explosives should be dropped on people. That sounds a little radical to me. We all know there are certain cases and times where you need to drop explosives on people. We could, we're reasonable people. We can all agree on this. <clears throat> and then Bush Jr. chimed in. I just want to send out my condolences to the Afghans. It's like, you're a fucking war criminal. Your invasion of Afghanistan has destroyed more lives than... I can't even... Pick any example. Pick any fucking example. It's slow motion genocide. When the genocide is in slow motion, though, is it really genocide? Hmm? If a tree falls in the forest and the media fails to report on it, did it really fall? All right, we're getting, we're getting too wacky here. And I got, I got to get some shit done anyway. Uh, so what do we talk about? We talked about Guinness, OnlyFans, and pulling out of Afghanistan. But we're going to go back in there, probably. And if we do, I'll be, the, I'll be the first guy to say, I told you so. I told you so. I don't mind saying I told you so, but I told you so. I told you so, told you so. And you're going to be like, shut the fuck up. And I'll be like, okay. But I still told you so. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that laugh means, but it probably means I gotta get the fuck off this microphone. You guys have a good week. I'll uh, I'll jabber at you next week. But until then, take care of yourself. Take care of each other.